We do not start our Christian lives by working out our faith for ourselves. It is mediated to us by Christian tradition in the form of sermons, books, and established patterns of church life and fellowship. We read our Bibles in the light of what we have learned from these sources. We approach Scripture with minds already formed by the mass of accepted opinions and viewpoints with which we have come into contact in both the church and the world. It is easy to be unaware that it has happened. It is hard even to begin to realize how profoundly tradition in this sense has molded us, but we are forbidden to become enslaved to human tradition, either secular or Christian, whether it be Catholic tradition or critical tradition or ecumenical tradition. We may never assume the complete rightness of our own established ways of thought and practice and excuse ourselves the duty of testing and reforming them by scriptures. J.I. Packer. The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith, and one of us doesn't actually have a faith. And that's wonderful. We all love one another, and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. You are listening to the Burrows of Berea. He's back. Yup. We rolling? Yes. Well, welcome back to the Burrows of Berea. I am Rick Welch, and to my left is Billy the Eye Candy Kimsey. Tasty. (laughs) That was beautiful. (laughs) To my right is Cherry. Hello. She's a brick. Oh, House Lewis. And straight out of Compton is Ralph Hicks. Represent. And Rocket Man, Andy Bishop. Hee-haw. From Giraffe Studio in beautiful Hendersonville, North Carolina. So if you've listened to the Home last of the episode, biggest twins. Oh, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. True. You leave mm-hmm. Cherry out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Already having self-conscious issues about my weight anyway. Go Come ahead. On, man. Throw me under the bus. What is? <laughs> It's okay. You know what? I'm getting a new body one day. Forget you. You are. You are, aren't you? Yeah, I am too. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. That's exactly right. So, if you uh, listen to the last podcast and now you're on this one, we are. This is born of water and spirit. Uh, That quote at the very beginning of the episode uh, that Cherry read is one. It's one of my favorites from J.I. Packer, and it's the reason why I started this podcast. I literally want to stop at the preconceived notions. I want to try to read the scripture directly as it says it, and try to learn as much as I can about the history from archaeology, from languages, from uh, from from different walks of life. I just want to approach the scripture in, in unique ways. And I think that you should look up Dr. Melissa Scott. You told me that in one previous episode. I need to do that. You're exactly right. Because I love when she goes into the Greek and the Hebrew and she dissects word by word how it was written. Right. Well, Melissa Scott. Dr. Melissa Scott. I've got it in my notes now. Yes, I've got it in my notes now. So... where we left off, uh, we, if you remember, he tells Nicodemus, Jesus tells Nicodemus, do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. And he was amazed because this is something completely new. He had never heard this. And the, the word that he says again, that word again, when I looked it up in the Strong's Concordance, the, 
it's a Greek word, it's anothen, and it's derived from an adverb that means above. So that again may mean simply from above. So this same word is used in John in John 3.31. Later on in this chapter, he says, He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is from the earth and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. That must have been, you know, that's that's interesting to me, you know, because Nicodemus was above all, but he really wasn't above all. I mean, no, I, we know that he he believed in God and all that, and it's nothing, nothing against uh, oh poor old Nicodemus there. So in John chapter three verse eight, Jesus says something that blows my mind, and I really want you to put on your thinking caps with this one. Okay, Cherry said it in the last episode. She talked about that moment where she looked up and saw the trees blowing. That's the first time I've ever heard that, Cherry. I'm so glad you shared that. I had no idea. So listen to what Jesus says. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Think about that. So, in essence, what Jesus is saying is that you literally have no control over it. Is that correct? Am I understanding that correctly? So, I don't disagree with that, but uh, there is one thing that I want to interject, and it's still a choice. The Lord gives us a choice. Like, there's so many people saying, well, why did God let this? Why did God let this? God let... We don't know, and it's it, and it's not our choice that the Spirit is going to call us and draw us in. But man still many times chooses not to accept. I believe it's like we said before, when if it's presented correctly, which it would be from the Spirit presented to you correctly, you're faced with the choice to decide whether you receive or you reject. Right, but not yeah. all receive, even Correct. with that choice. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to politely disagree, and I'm going to use... The scripture to disagree with you, and I just I want you to hear the words carefully, please, all the listeners, just listen to the words carefully. Okay, this is what it means to be born of water and spirit. What it means to be born from above, in order to be born again, to enter into the kingdom of God. So let's listen to what Paul says in the in Titus chapter three verse five. He saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, which He poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that's regeneration, right? All right, so He does that. Now, based on what that said, would you agree with me? Regeneration is solely the work of God. Regeneration is solely the work of God, correct? Yes. All right, so Ephesians 2.5, you have to understand that we as creatures cannot do it. We cannot do the regeneration process. It is He that does it. So even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. Correct? Yes. Yes. All right. So when we were dead— By grace you've been saved, but you still have to accept Jesus Christ. You—I'm questioning whether you can accept Jesus Christ without the regeneration. You can't enter— without regeneration. You can't even see or hear. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. Your flesh doesn't give you birth to spirit. He gives you the birth. That's the miracle of birth. You didn't do anything. 
He did it for you. By saying that you accepted it means that you had some power in it. By your acceptance, in other words, and I'm going to get into that. We're going there. We're getting there. So I want to ask you about this. Just look at it from this perspective. Would it not just be acceptance that it is truth? What? That you're accepting the truth that Christ exists. He's real. It's a miracle. You know, some people think maybe it's magic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your so you're saying that you, your acceptance uh, is your acceptance is ex- not necessarily that you've did something, some type of work. You've just been presented with the truth, and you have accepted it as truth. Like you have been open to it. You have acknowledged it. You accept that there's no way into heaven, but through Jesus Christ. The right, yeah, and what I'm saying is that you wouldn't have able to, even been able to accept it as truth without him right, pulling correct. you in. Correct. Giving you that, you, he birthed you so that you correct. could receive that message. Yes, he had to open you up spiritually to the understanding of it before you could accept it. Because yeah. if wouldn't, you would have been walking around oblivious to it. Right, the re- and the reception of it, kind of like the way that you... When you were born, over time, you learn things. We can't remember our birth, but we can remember when we're three, four, and five. Mm -hmm. But we learn things over time. We absorb what happens. So what I'm saying is that birth happens before you do anything. Well, Jesus already died and and paid for our sins, so that's already done. Mm -hmm. You still have to accept. (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna go in circles here. I can feel it already. Let's talk <laughs> well, about. I don't, okay, let's, let's go. Just, let's let's take a step back, and I think what I feel like this is leading to, or 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 putting out there, which is one of the things I don't believe in. I don't. If they say you know, Lord knows He has your life destined for you, and this is the path you're going to take. Yeah, I don't believe it. Okay. I believe that He gave us choice. Why would He give us choice if we couldn't decide? I'm going to take a left turn here. Now, this is the path that he wants me to be on. There's a difference between volition and getting into the kingdom of God. There's a difference. Yes, you could walk over here and smack me in the mouth, but that has nothing to do with me getting into the kingdom of God. Everyone has volition, all of us. What I'm telling you is that you can't be in the remnant. You can't be in the kingdom of God until he does the regenerating work in you. You'll never accept it, Ralph. You're dead. You have no clue. Your sin has you blind and dead. And deaf, you don't, you can't even hear it. It's impossible. So then, yeah, but if that's true, then he would just force himself upon everyone. Well, that's and 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 he hasn't forced him, and he hasn't forced himself on Andy. So I've been forcing it on him all night. Yeah, but (laughs) you're not God, Rick. (laughs) Let's try. Stop forcing yourself on me. (laughs) Well, at least he's he's got rid of the vest. Hey, (laughs) he's got rid of the vest. All right, let's move on. Let's think about Lazarus for a second. He's my favorite character in all the scripture, obviously. obviously. Yeah, we know that. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did everything. He's he's your he's he's I'm he's a, beloved I'm a Lazarus by you. convert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. Sounds yeah. like a really great so, guy. Yeah, well, that is he is him who Rick loved. Yeah. <laughs> a real so, bromance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, which is the reason why I didn't wear the vest tonight. I was hoping for a chance. If you if you go into John 11, and Lazarus is in the tomb, okay? Whenever Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth, would Lazarus have come out of that tomb had Jesus not said anything? No. So, Lazarus was dead, but he was brought back to life. He had had a life before. He died a natural death. He was in the tomb for four days. The the women said, he stinketh And they roll back the stone, and he says, Lazarus, come forth, and then he comes to life. Christ is the resurrection. Christ is the life. He is the one that that gives us 
everlasting life because of his sacrifice, correct? Absolutely. But without Christ, Lazarus would have never gotten up. Absolutely. So, you know, I feel like I'm in the witness box. No. And the lawyer is no. leading me down this thing by wording it this way and wording it this way, you know? I'm not, Lazarus I'm not had a already guy accepted Christ before he was placed in that tomb, though. What? Lazarus had already accepted Christ before he was ever placed in that Yeah, he definitely tomb. did. He was a believer. You think he would have called Lazarus out of the tomb if he hadn't have? I don't know. Uh, that would be speculative. Well, could have. He loved him. Yeah. Still, all this is God's plan, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Regeneration is an instantaneous act below the level of human consciousness. Have you ever heard of that? That it happens prior. The wind blows where it wishes. Did it not say that? You Right? Let's, let's read it again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going, so everyone... So is everyone who was born of the Spirit. So when I just said regeneration is an instantaneous act below the level of human consciousness, is that not what I just read in the Scripture? Mm-hmm. I'd, like the, I'd like you to define regeneration for me. Regeneration in, in means to context. be born again. Okay. To so be born again be born. spiritually. Okay. Yeah. So regeneration is literally where God changes just, you and born, gives you birth into the kingdom. Okay. It just it did something about the context made it sound like something entirely different and maybe more complex. Right, like, I get you. Like another arm coming. So out. if regeneration <laughs> is an instantaneous act below the level of human consciousness, then it happens to the human being without them even realizing. They, 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 it happens, but they don't know where it came from. Isn't that what Jesus said? Yeah. All right. Good enough. Now let's look at the next one. Regeneration is affected without means. I believe Ralph's going to start agreeing with me to get through this quicker. <laughs> All right. No, I was thinking that I agree with Andy on something. I'm not sure if he believes this, but when you said the wind goes where it will, where it, where it wishes, I'm thinking, yeah, well, when the temperature rises and comes over this and the salt water and the and all these things and put and the and the wind goes where that that's that's where yeah, I'm thinking. Get, don't get too literal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you didn't have like uh, the Weather Channel. When Jesus was around, so now today, if he was like, so it's like the wind. Be like, oh, I know where it's going. It's about thirty-five miles per hour. It's southwest. And it's doing that because of the pressure here. And now. <laughs> it's not Hurricane Jesus. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, all right, regeneration renews the will. The unregenerate man, the the, the man in his natural state, is not even able to will himself to please God. He can't, right? Right. He cannot please God. Without faith, it's poss- impossible to please God. Correct. And faith doesn't come from you. Correct. It is the gift of God. Am I right? Yes. All right. So it says here in John 1.13, at the very beginning of John, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So in its context, did man do anything for his birth? For his yeah. rebirth? No, no, Jesus did. Although, although you do have all to, the work is done by Christ. Yep, you but have everyone to accept says, him, right? There is the question that that's what Ralph's bringing up that you have to accept him. I'm telling you, it happens. You will accept him, but only because he's already done the regenerating. So work that just means everybody's going to heaven no matter what. So just do whatever the hell you want. Nope, because that's what it sounds like. How, are you I'm re- telling you how I'm gotta, understanding what you're saying. You, 
I'm saying just go raise hell on the earth is what I've been saying. No, okay, wrap but this I'm up. just Let's saying. Let's go, you're, yeah. you're, What I'm understanding <laughs> you to say is, is is that is that Jesus did this, not us, and so I can't. My I don't have a choice to accept because Jesus did this, so I have no choice one way or the other. So it doesn't make any difference what I do in my life, what I think, what I believe, what I take on, or or anything. I'm going to heaven anyway because Jesus did it, and so that's it. And I just don't believe that. Can I interject? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so just as you're speaking about the miracle of birth, okay, scientists have showed egg, sperm, blah, 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 replication of cells, so on and so forth. Still, there's still the miracle there because just like Ralph said, they can't make another sperm. They can't originally from nothing make sperm. They can't make an egg from nothing. That's right, bring your own ingredients okay, like so Rick they said. they can't do that. So there's a miracle transaction there of some sort that we as mankind cannot do. Sure was. Okay. It was a real miracle transaction. <laughs> Rick, I, wow. I want everybody to understand that the underlying joke there was that Rick had sex one day. <laughs> and that was the miracle, right? That's the miracle. There truly, you go. Truly. I just wanted to dig right <laughs> Well, I think right right that center, didn't right he say something about uh, he, he couldn't understand how the, the lady kissed that baby? I'm thinking, you know, same thing about his <laughs> oh. wife. Oh, so, what do they say? What do the kids say? Oh, snap. That was what, 20 years ago? I don't even know how to say it with the yeah. kid language today. Oh, snap. What do they say now? Oh, flargle. That would even burn his old. We're all too old. What is it now? The new thing now is cheese. That's back in the like Decade she, ago. Yeah. Oh, right? sheesh. 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 Is that what that's, they say? That's, that's what they say now. I don't know. Back to my yeah. state. She she back. This is the yeah. oldest conversation I've had all year. So back to the uh, back to so, the miracle of sex. No. Oh, well, for you. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. So, okay. There are times. So you have the, right, the right, physical right. miracle of birth. Giggity. Right. Okay. Wind it down, boys. In in the same retrospect, spiritually, when he's saying to Nicodemus, go past the physical part. So when you receive salvation, there is a miracle there that happens, not from your works, but from Christ's works. Yes. Like I said, when I received salvation, I don't know what Philip was praying. I didn't hear this, the sermon that he was preaching. So there was something going on there that somebody else is not going to be able to explain. In that moment, Christ knows when your spirit is ready to receive what he's putting out there, picking right. up what he's laying down kind of thing. And so it happens, and it's a miracle within itself. But somewhere along in there, in that transaction from Christ to your spirit— there has to be some acceptance, some connection there. It's not to say that because I accepted somewhere along the line, I had some works or some act in this for it to have actually happened. It's just to say that my spirit connected with Christ at the time that he knew was the right time for me to be able to receive my salvation. Would, would that be defined as a willful act? I don't think so. Because it would be a spiritual act that you wouldn't really truly understand. Right, because the acceptance happens before you even realize you're accepting it. Yeah, like I said, are right. you real? You know, he, he, he could have did whatever, but at that moment, mm -hmm. he revealed he is real. Right. You know, so there's something going on there that you can't explain. You could look at everything physically all you want to. So when someone says, I received or I accepted, it's not to say that they willed it to happen. Had you had any of God's Word given to you prior to asking Him for that? Yeah, you. 
But you were getting word. Yeah, I was receiving scripture. Upon scripture, Cherry, read this scripture. Cherry, read that scripture. Cherry, come to church. Cherry, cherry, cherry. Right. Like you just, the word kept coming to you in yeah. some fashion. But but at some point, you had something that happened outside of all the stuff that I had done or anybody else had done. You yeah. had an experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it happens prior. You don't, you're not even aware of it. And it's... It's not a willful act. It's, it's, it's not of the will of man. If it was the will of man, then God is not omniscient. If it was the will of man, every man would be saved. Think about it. Not necessarily because they want salvation on a personal level, simply because everybody would not want to suffer an eternal damnation. So there are eternal damnation. So then, of course, everybody would just will themselves to be saved at the right time to make sure they got into heaven and nobody would be in hell. Right. So, I who's mean, that if, guy that uh, that said that the only rational choice is to believe is to believe in uh, Christ and salvation? Because if you're wrong, nothing bad happens. Right. Like, like you, like if exactly. you're wrong, you yeah. don't lose anything. Right. Yeah. Or, it's like he's like some mathematician or I really, theologian. Yeah, I really hate yeah. that one. I can't it like stand the, it. Yes. Yeah, it's a win-win situation yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. If, yeah. I win, if I'm right, I go to heaven. If I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Then I'm plant food. nutrient. Yeah. What's so yeah. funny with that guy is I'm teaching what's called the spirit. sin of self-preservation. It's like, well, if I can save myself from hell, then I'm going to go with God. That's not the reason. No. That's, that has nothing to do with it. We we shouldn't even teach that. I don't know why we do. That's crazy talk. All right, Acts sixteen fourteen. Let's listen to this real carefully. A woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple fabrics a worshiper of God was listening and the Lord opened her heart to respond to the things spoken by Paul. So this is where Lydia becomes a Christian. Mm-hmm. She's a worshiper of God, but she is, we're talking about through the Jewish side. So the Lord opened her heart to respond. Mm-hmm. So do you see that respond? The Lord opened the heart to respond. Right. So it's before. It's what the Lord does it before. I'm driving that home a little okay. bit. Can I interrupt real quick? I want to know if Ralph was thinking a thought that I had. Lydia, oh, Lydia. Oh. Have you seen Lydia? Lydia, the bearded lady. Oh, no, that's not what I was thinking. I was wondering <laughs> why the detail purple was important. Uh, because it, well, the royal a seller of yeah. purple fabrics yeah, purple, means that yeah. she was most likely a wealthy woman. Probably a wealthy woman. Okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I assumed, but all right, sorry. Yeah. So, how did Lydia become a Christian? You just read it. How did she become a Christian? She heard the word of God and she responded. The Lord opened her heart to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah, but All right. There was still a response. But the Lord opened her heart so she could. Okay, well. That's what I'm saying. So. She could have rejected. But is it not the will of God to open everyone's heart? Uh, is everyone saved? Yes, everyone's saved, but not everyone's going to heaven. <laughs> what in the world what? is that? Well, Jesus died for our sins. Oh, I see what to, you're saying. For everyone. He but died you, for all mankind. But if you don't respond. Right. Except for those who've never heard. But you notice Lydia didn't hear with her ears specifically. Huh? She heard with her heart. Yeah, the Lord opened her so heart. It's a right, different but there was kind of hearing, and, and yes, and so she responded. But you're right. I, I think Ralph's right. You have the choice to not. Except. It says everywhere. They're always teaching you there's a choice. It is a choice. We it always a choice. talk we always talk about that um in the Baptist faith 
one of the Baptist churches I used to go to, they were talking about having your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life mm-hmm. and that your name would be written there. And they believe that their name was written there whenever you accepted, then his your name was written in the Lamb's mm-hmm. Book. Um, Jesus actually says that if you follow me, I will not wipe your name out of the Lamb's Book of Life. So but if you deny like what, me, I will deny you before the Father. But like you mm-hmm. said, Ralph, if everyone has salvation, but they don't respond, then he wipes the Blot name out. out. He blots it out. So it's like a blank. So it's for everyone. It's for, almost like initially you start out in the Lamb's book. Because of, life. of what Christ did, is he died for all sin. Yeah. But if you reject him, then your name is blotted. So, but rejection is a choice. So, how is it that I can reject him and make that choice, but I can't make a choice to That's right. accept him? Exactly. How, how's that work? It's easy because you were never born again. You reject him when you aren't born again. So, you're saying that it's okay for me to reject, but it's not okay for me to accept. I'm not saying it's you're okay saying the for you to reject for me, but I can. What I'm telling you is that God is sovereign. Is what I'm saying. Well, Man is that. not sovereign. Man is not making the decisions for God. I agree. God has laid all those things out. God has ordained things to happen. Whether we like it or we don't, he is sovereign. And that is something that most churches don't believe, Ralph. They, they, man wants the power. The will of man is what people are fighting for. I have the choice. If I have the choice, then everything's okay. I'm telling you, that's not the case. The scripture does not teach that. It does not. God is not willing for any man to perish, but all to come to eternal life. Okay, so let me that means all have it. God's God did exactly what you said. Let let me say. Let me say what I think I understand you saying now. Okay, is that God chooses for you and you're saved. The only thing you could do is reject it. I uh, okay. I, see where you're going. I think you need to dial it back to Cherry's interpretation of events, whereby it's not that God chooses for you. Uh, this is probably a charitable interpretation, uh, but it's not that God chooses for you. It's that God recognizes when the time is right for you, right? And in that, there's there is no choice. You can't reject the time being right for you because it's not a single decision. It's a series of decisions that would put you in the correct place. So there's not like a time to reject or choose because it is a culmination of a lifetime, be it a long one or a short one, that yeah, but allows that just you short to reach changes the a lot of people. Listen, listen, sure listen to these verses. I'm going to read them in multiple, multiple versions. I put them in here for this very reason, okay? When the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, and all who had been appointed to eternal life believed. That's the New American Standard. Um, this is this is during when Peter's preaching after Pentecost. Just listen, listen to it, KJV. And when the when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. Here's the ESV. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, and as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. ERV. When the non-Jewish people heard Paul say this, they were happy. That's not even... Where is this at? Hold on. I said Peter, but this is Paul. I like that version of the Bible. They really just boiled it right that down That one's there. terrible. <laughs> just, yeah. They, they really did. Peter, they put, Paul, and Mary. They put a point I on think, that one. I think Ralph is saying, okay, if it's not 
of any type of uh, like acceptance, you're saying was a work uh, of man. I need to look at the English revised version because it put Paul there and Paul wasn't even there. That was Peter. That's incorrect. I don't even know what that's all about. Anyway. So the but then he's saying not be so if you good. were gonna reject, that would also be some type of act on your part. So he's saying, in other words, Christ is is acting on my part for me to receive the salvation. It's not an act of my own, but it's an act of my own when it's presented to me and I reject. So in other words, I only have one choice here to make on my own, which is rejection. Does that make yeah, sense? You will reject. But that's, his I, think, I think that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. You're saying that basically I have one choice that I can make, and you, that's just rejection. Well, you didn't actually have a choice because you were born in it. You were born in it. Yeah, you were born into sin and without Christ awakening yeah, you, you, your soul. You're, you're, yeah, not, you're not going, going to, be to... born again. Right. Correct. But I think I think that's what Ralph was trying to ask is like, why are you telling me I only have one act of this on it's a one sided act? I, I can I can handle it if 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 and I'm not trying to say I need a choice, I want a choice, but it says there is a choice. You choose. You can so the the choice may be the rejection. It may not be that I choose to accept, it may be that I reject. But it's if still God a if God chose some for salvation and some for damnation, I would believe you, God chose everyone for salvation. If God chose absolutely some for everyone, damnation. including Lucifer, the devil, whatever you want to call him, we've all been chosen for salvation. Not everyone will accept; some will reject. So you can call it acceptance, you can call it rejection. But I don't believe anyone's going to go to hell. That God has said He, I believe God wants everyone in heaven. And mm -hmm. if you don't it's reject not His will for any to perish, but all come to eternal life, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So that's it, what Christ did exactly. Mm -hmm. So that if you don't reject them, you're going. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I believe that God is sovereign enough to choose some for salvation and some for damnation, if that's His choice. God has the ability to do so, and well, can. He knows that from the beginning. What's it all about? What? If he knows that from the beginning, who's going to accept, who's not, then what's that's, it all about? What is it all about? There's one of the hard questions. What is it all about? That's one of the big ones. Right what there. is it all about? Yeah. Is it about you or is it about him? Well, if it's about him, then I don't care anymore. Really? Yeah. If, 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 it, if it's just him being, uh, and I'm a puppet, and he knows when he creates me that I'm either going to heaven or hell, and and, and there's and, and there's no choice, but he knows no, he knows every turn I'm going to make and every word I'm going to speak and all that, and I then have no why? choice in the matter. Then I then why? Then I don't care anymore. Yeah. And I but I don't believe that. So, so absolutely. What disagree. would be the point? In other words, well, exactly. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you're not a Calvinist. <laughs> All right. That's the difference. The Arminian and Calvin. And the, you remember in the notes that I said, get ready, folks. This is going to be the debate of the century because they've been debating about it for ever since the Bible was written. Here's why. Here's why. Foreknowledge, Romans 8, 29. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. So if that's how if that's how he truly feels, then everyone's going to heaven because he wants everyone to go to heaven. So we're all going, and at some point, everyone will come in because they'll all be ready, even if it's at the moment of death. I believe he died for everyone. The Bible says that he does know our hearts. He died for everyone. He made salvation available to everyone, but he also knows which hearts receive and which ones don't. Meaning, well, that, but that's a choice, right? It's it is a, a choice. That puts it into the will of man. That puts it into the will of man. Well, that's a God deep one, guys. Gave man a choice. 
So what if I, everything that I am saying right now so is, it is true? Ordained then by when God, you said that you wouldn't care anymore, you were like, I wouldn't just, I just wouldn't care anymore. If God just created us and Why? we're just a bunch of ants and he knows what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And he's going to save which ones he wants and, and damn the ones that he doesn't. And yeah. So I, it that gets you right to the, that gets you right to the, like, well, then. If he knew there were going to be rapists and murderers, then why? Why mm-hmm. did he do that? Well, That's the question it, it gets you to, to like, which is Eve. like a childish, right. you know, which is a like kind of a childish, yeah. you know, like defensive you up for failure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. If he but loved me so much, why would he do that? But that's the that's that's it's where like it gets Woody's you. Nemesis. It gets you to if he knows every if he. Well, this, gets to, this gets to the, the yeah. hard questions. Well, why did he put the snake in the tree? If he knows right. everything, then if he knew if he didn't that, want that was that going to happen, to happen then, yeah. why, then why? Why just, if he's yeah. all powerful, why set it up that way? Just set did it up he know it was going to happen, Jerry? I don't know. Yeah. Answer that question for me, because you know the answer. Yes. Why? Because he knows all things. No. not j- Yes, of course, but why do we know that he put it there on purpose? Do you remember what he called Jesus before the foundation of the world? The Lamb. Slain. Slain. Mm-hmm. So he did know. He had, what was he had a plan yeah, ahead of time. He knew, but I think that was to put in place because of his love for mankind. So he put something in place, knowing that he was going to be the victor over sin and Satan. But I believe also, he, the Bible tells us he'll give you the desire of your heart. Well, think about it. How could he turn Pharaoh's heart? Well, he had to know Pharaoh was never going to accept him, so he turned Pharaoh's heart, correct? Yes. He's not going to take a heart that accepts Christ or that's willing to accept Christ at the right time, at the right moment when he presents himself to that heart. He's not going to take that heart and turn it against him. He's going to take the heart that he knows ahead of time is never going to accept him anyway. He says, "He, I give all salvation to all man. Doesn't necessarily mean all man wants his salvation. Right. This is one of the classic debates of Christianity. Yeah, but if you don't want it, then you're choosing not to. The reason why I brought it here, I wanted to. I want. There's a reason why I brought this here. It's not because I'm trying to drive home Calvinism and say this is it. I wanted everybody to understand where I came from and how I ended up the way that I did and why I study the way that I study, because I suddenly understood that God talked. To man. He created man and he's trying to relate to man. But God knows everything all the time, guys. He never stops knowing it. We are not God. We're not. If God told Joshua to march into the Ammonite village and to kill every man, woman, child, beast, and everything, would you disagree with him? They didn't do anything to him. He said, get, get, get him out of here. Would you go and do what God told you to do if you were his people? Did he? Who? Did he go and kill yes. all the Ammonites? Well, Abraham he was going to kill out. Isaac. And, 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 and what about uh, Saul? Right. No, Saul kept the goods for himself, but exactly. did he remain king? Did the Messiah, Messianic yeah, but he was line told go through to do his... it and he didn't do it. Right. So that was a choice. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Choice. We're, However, what did God say? What did God say? Do you think Saul didn't go to heaven? What? I'm just asking. Saul? Uh, yeah. Like, did Saul go to heaven? Yeah. I mean, what would I know? He went to paradise. Okay. He was the, he was the son I'm just, of... I'm just saying he, 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 he went to where and Abraham, he made a choice a different way. There's either choice or there is pre-Christ. We're not even talking about the same thing. Well, yeah, but still God. God hasn't changed just because... Oh, the, determinism. However... You evil wench. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but what I'm saying is that if God told you to go and do that... I'm picking my people over your people. Go and kill them all. Is God righteous? 
Is he? Or I'm not? I'm trying to understand what you mean. If God tells Joshua to take his nation and go wipe out another nation, man, would you ever kill a baby for God? I pray well, he I'm never not, asked me uh, to. Yeah, I know, right. I know, because I, I, my son's name isn't <clears throat> Isaac, but I'm not sure I could do that. Right, correct. Yeah, Abraham didn't want to, but he was going to. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what set Abraham apart. Mm-hmm. So Abraham was a little different, right? Yes. And we are from his seed, right? Yes. Okay. So I came to the point to where I suddenly realized that God could do whatever he wanted with his creation, and that includes human beings. I agree with that. And he could make them in whatever fashion he decided. Some were for noble purpose, and some were for common. Some, it says, he gave over to their reprobate mind. He never gets involved. And by doing that, is he unrighteous in doing that? Is God unrighteous for never getting involved with a person that decides to be reprobate? Well, see, no, there's decision. A listen, see, there's the, there's a decide. Ralph, That's I, another listen choice. to what I'm saying. Decision because you are who you are. You were born that way. You are always going to I reject God. I don't believe God. God created people to go to hell. I don't even. Yes, God. If you if we're going to get into the eternal damnation and hell and all of that, which by the way, I don't necessarily agree. With the Catholic version of hell. Oh, the hellfire and brimstone, yeah. All the junk that I hear from that. And I and we are going to do a deep study of hell. We are. But it's not what I... I don't think it's what dead people think. I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know what's well, coming. Well, I promise you. That's right. <laughs> what are the accommodations like? Here. ACDC Where's was the wrong. <laughs> there is not a highway there. <laughs> this has been a great episode. I don't know about you guys, but this is these arguments, whether you were Martin Luther or Erasmus or you were John Calvin or Jacobius Arminius, everybody reads the scripture in a different way. They do. And when you read certain scriptures that say the elect, that God chose you, you didn't choose him. You know, when it says those kinds of things, you can't just sweep it under the rug. By For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. But when you go astray, you've made a choice. But if it's a gift, you can't force yeah. a gift on anybody. I mean, saved. Saved, what does is, what is saved mean? Saved. You, you're kind of getting into definitions there. Is it, it so... So, so by grace, so yeah. grace meaning it comes from God, it's, which means unmerited favor. You have been saved from sin. Nothing which about is, that. Nothing about that verse says to me that there was no choice on your part as well before the saving. So for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. That's right. What the part saved, of that? You are not saved of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Christ saved you. Right. right. It is the but, gift but that of God. doesn't. I don't see any way in which that conflicts with putting yourself in a position to be like, I'm ready if you're willing. That mm-hmm. I don't see where that conflicts with that. No. Rick is going to be praying for me tonight. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ralph. Oh, you should all be praying for me. Come on. <laughs> Ralph, you had you had a drawing and you came to Christ. Yeah. I mean, if I'm praying for you, it's just because I want you to, to be healthy and, you know, but whatever, to be in the center of God's will, whatever it may be, you know, I'm not, Worried about your everlasting soul. Nobody, nobody brings this particular subject not looking for a little bit of a debate. Well, well, that's why he's we're said, all just going to sit around up. and chat yeah. for no reason, no one's going to listen. Yeah. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please give us money on Patreon. Please, please. And the money on Patreon is so that we can continue doing God's work. The Great Commission is for us to bring the word of Jesus Christ to all of you folks. And some of you are saved and some aren't. But for those of you 
who can give, um, even though we say it in jest sometimes. We this this, this is all about the, the Great Commission. This money doesn't go in our pockets. Uh, Rick just paid a bunch of money to do a website. I'm going to give him money for that, and I don't expect to ever get any money from this. But it, it, this costs money. We pay for the recording time here. Uh, we we pay for all kinds of other things that Rick pays for most of this. You gotta you gotta think about how much this costs Andy, because we're we're paying to use Giraffe Studio, but he has to sit and listen to this crap for two and three hours. It's not crap. Not it just is for love. Him. And then, <laughs> it's, it's not crap. No, is no, it, Andy? So it's quite entertaining. <laughs> there you go. But it's not when crap. When I start talking about people's <laughs> genitals, I got it. it That's got crap. It. That part's crap. Yeah, <laughs> that that I could do without the emissions, though. I live for that first. <laughs> The seminal emission of stallions, yeah, yeah. And all reality, Ralph's right. Uh, this this is a way for us to share our faith, and we are trying to learn the scripture. And we don't necessarily agree with everything that we've been taught our entire lives. And so we're talking about it. That's it. We're talking about it. And where two or more are gathered, that's in right. His name, he's, there. he's in the midst. And so that's that's what we're doing. This here. is what the original church was. They got around people sitting around. They talked about talking. it. Yep. They did. There was no bong there. They didn't have that. So there was no bong. No. Nope. Yeah. That's a good idea. They didn't have a bong. What kind of bong are you talking uh, about? They didn't have a bong there. <laughs> like, what are we talking? <laughs> Confused. A gong. <laughs> Not a gong. Bong bong. With a B, you know. I'm marijuana. talking about sitting in a bong. Okay, circle. I'm just clarifying here. Like, what are we reefer. smoking in the bong? He's just the devil's grass. To be legal. Yeah. Ugh. Well, let's leave it right there. I think this was a good talk. <laughs> that was that was that was, that was good. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was. And I, when I said I said it in the notes, get ready because this is going to be we're going to debate, you know. And I do believe uh, in what I believe in because of what I read. However, you believe in what in because what you read, Ralph. I love you, and I love Billy, and I love Andy, and I love Cherry. Liar. I do. I really do. I wouldn't have you here if I didn't care. I do. Absolutely. Just because my middle name's La- All Lazarus. All together now. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Does we know love that? you too, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Billy's that middle name was Lazarus? <laughs> Did you hear that? Is your what? middle name really Lazarus? No. <laughs> That's the only like, reason what? he's here. That's uh, he's so just, it, Billy's it, just brown. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason Rick loves me. <laughs> I thought it because you were eye candy. Uh, here we go. Listen. That's part of the reason. And I love what Ralph said. <laughs> Ralph told me the other day, he said, my mom said that I have a face for radio. <laughs> I was like, man, that was a terrible way of calling your kid ugly. <laughs> man, same here. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and do go check us out on Patreon. You can become a mini burrow or a kicking, what was that? Brayer warrior. Have you guys, did you see Brer that? Oh, That's pretty yeah, cute. Yeah, uh, Brer, yeah. 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 Pretty that was cute. very, very full size jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that Brayer warrior. But that. Uh, what's that? I, said, I fit that description oh, yeah. a lot of times. Full size jackass. I am a major oh, yes. one. We've yeah. all been there. Yep. Certainly. Anyway, well, thanks, Billy. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. Cherry. Thanks, Andy. Thank Represent. You. Thanks, Rick. Represent. Yep. We'll talk to you next time on the Burrows of Berea.